Okay, I'm ready. This little light. No, that's not it. This little light of mine. <laughs> I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let, let it, it shine. shine. Let it shine. Meet and greet next week. If you want to meet, get fit with Jay. I am signing CDs, okay? <laughs> Welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast. If you haven't turned on a podcast this week or this month and it started off like that, you listen to the wrong podcast. Oh, yeah. You need to ditch I hope you're not your subscribed. whole podcast playlist. Definitely. And start over. Yeah. I don't think people are going to like That's that how day. I like know if I'm going to continue to follow listen. and listen. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Know, anybody can give you some facts and some statistics. Right. But, Anybody are can they, do a, a regular intro. This is the news. You can are use they singing podcasts. this little light of mine? Are they singing the title of every episode? Right. Now, granted, out of about two to three years of us recording this podcast, that's the first time we did it. But what I'm saying is when you up-level, once you know better, you mm-hmm. sing better. That's mm-hmm. what I say. Mm-hmm. I've <laughs> once, always said that, Once too. you know better, you sing better. said that five times last week. Easily. It's, it's amazing that you just said it. Because you done said it five times last week. <laughs> Welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, the founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope singing co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. If you hadn't noticed, the title of this episode is This Little Light of Mine, because we're going to deep dive back into uh, what we covered about two weeks ago, our black women used for consumption. Mm-hmm. And then I, I want to expound on that. Because I was, my attention was heightened to something this week that I do, and I notice a lot of other, not just women, but black women do in my inner circle, in our community. Uh, we've seen it done with celebrities. And so we kind of want to uh, bring this to the podcast and talk about it a little bit. And so you'll get the relevance in, of the title shortly. But before we do that, I want to, Jay, talk about number one before we go any mm-hmm. further. The very first masterclass of 2019 mm-hmm. inside the Black Health Academy was all about fibroids with Dr. Andrea Rogers. She is a black, of course, naturopathic doctor based out of Detroit, Michigan. And we did over an hour-long masterclass on fibroids, and she dropped so many gems and interesting information about the origin of fibroids, about alternative treatments other than just getting a hysterectomy, and about the emotional consequences of Mm -hmm. getting a hysterectomy, of removing the woman's womb from her her body. So before we go any further, Jay, I want want you to tell me, kind of give me your take on what that... um, what that what that masterclass was about. Well, wait a minute. Before you do that, I got to read you real quick this um, message that I got from someone after listening to that particular okay. episode because I knew it was highly anticipated just because it's one of the things that people right. talk about all the time. And, you know, mm-hmm. black women, it's estimated over 80% will have uterine fibroids by the age of 50. And so just a really, really, really short message. But uh, Patrice says, thank you, thank you, thank you. With tears in my eyes, I've learned so much from you and Dr. Andrea. And about a solid, because we know this matters, six exclamation points. Oh, that definitely matters. Yeah, not one, not two. Yeah. The solid six, right? Yeah, that was a really, really, really good class. Yes. That was a really good class. Because she, I like what she said about... um, you know, some doctors, they may talk about it from a standpoint, but they never really talk about it from a spiritual standpoint. Mm. And I, I never even thought to even consider that standpoint. I, 
I never, some of the things that she was saying, I never even would have thought about it. Exactly. I never would have known that this consequence could even exist exactly. when it comes to your uterus and your womb. Yes. And she just put it so, I love the way she put it in layman's terms, so easy to understand, you know, but it was still so scientific. Absolutely. And I, and I totally respect the way that she gave us the information so that we can make it relatable, not only for ourselves, but for the people that we're trying to protect and who we're trying to help as well. Absolutely. Because uh, like one of the examples she gave as was it being like the basement. Yes. You, when you build the house on top, the basement is the foundation. Yep. And if you if take the basement out of the house, the house, you know, some of the the rooms can cave and crumble and the house will never be sturdy. And that's how we are emotionally, spiritually and physically when our womb is taken out, when our uterus is taken out. And also with the hysterectomy, when she was saying that when you reach a certain age, the the blood flow, the blood supply to that is going to slow down and stop anyway. Nuggets. So when you you're at, like my age, you don't have that much longer to go. Just try to um, manage it with stress, with you know reducing your stress level in your diet, yep, and things of that nature. But soon enough, uh, nature is going to take its course anyway. Yes. That was so, that was an eye opener for me as well. Yeah, that was a huge eye opener for me as well. But you're right. the The implications of getting your having your entire womb removed is instrument. When you think when you think hysterectomy is such mm -hmm. a medical term, mm -hmm. you just think about you know essentially not being able to have children. That's but, all. But when you when you put it in the terms of giving you getting your womb removed from your body. To me, that put a whole nother perspective on it. Even though it's the exact same thing, you know, we don't often think about what implications that can have on, like you said, your emotional standpoint, your spiritual standpoint, and how she even says some women never recover emotionally from that surgery. Yeah. And what's funny about that is when I was considering doing it a few years back, I was reading all the reviews and reading all the testimonies and all these different things about getting it done and one of the one of the things that stopped me from doing it was that I heard that not in the way she put it but a lot of women were saying they were um stressed out they were like it was almost like they were pregnant like that their hormones was thrown out of whack mm. and they couldn't and I never and I asked the doctor about it he's like no basically basically saying like it's all in their head mm. and I'm like but it's a lot of different women saying that they were ne they never felt the same they would be weepy and they would feel sad and they would feel just unstable after mm. their hysterectomy and so for that reason I never got it but I never got an answer either exactly I That's never interesting yeah I never got an answer but that does that's floating around to people who care to do a little bit, you know, a background check on, you know, the getting the procedure done. Yeah. It's out there, but it's not explained. It's, it's not, not explained and it hasn't been adopted as a true and actual it hasn't because result or repercussion I was of like, is it is it is it that there? Right. It's, it's still left a question mark right. for you. Yeah. Absolutely. So that that really, really helped me like, okay, they were they were definitely not making that up. Nope. That was real. So yeah, it was really good. It was a lot of information in there. And I really appreciated that episode because I was trying to explain to someone else things that are predominantly affecting the black community is overlooked and it's minimized. You know, all the time. 
Um, Cause I was really angry that they had, you know, seeing the women around my job walking around with these cups of ice, cups of ice, cups of ice because of low iron and, and being anemic and everyone just accepts it. And I'm like, it's, it's made to seem so commonplace for your iron to be low and it's not a big deal because it affects us so much. Yep. If it affects white women, they were having heart attacks and they were sluggish and fatigued. We'll and if they were walks and all type of fundraisers and all yeah. type of... So, yes. You realize that you could get a blood... You would need a blood transfusion if you keep... that. You would have known that. So, yeah, this that was so important to me for her to just address that because that's what we need. I know that's what I needed. Yes. And that made it clear. And, you know, I love defined lines in my life. I love black and white things when it comes like I don't eat meat I don't do this and I will not and that's another thing I've added to to my I will not I will ne never get a hysterectomy period at all period so I just wanted to bring that up and I just wanted you know it, you guys have to understand the power of this information and uh, essentially the power of the Black Health Academy if you're not already, you absolutely must get enrolled in the Black Health Academy for free. TheBlackHealthAcademy.com. Click on the Master School. Check out this masterclass with Dr. Andrea about fibroids. I can guarantee every single person that can hear my voice right now either has fibroids or had or know someone who does. Period. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just like everybody absolutely. who hear my voice right now, it has either dealt with cancer or knows somebody with it, knows absolutely. somebody who died from it. And I'm talking about personally, not a celebrity personally. So that's how common fibroids are in our community. And if you know for certain that Western medicine often just recommends to black women to get neutered, have a, a hysterectomy, then you know that there are other alternatives as well. It's just that you are, haven't been made aware of them. Mm -hmm. And so we put our doctors on a pedestal and assume that they are making the best decisions that's in our best interest. And that's simply not always the case. So the blackhealthacademy.com masterclass for January was all about fibroids, guys. And it was... Absolutely phenomenal. So again, thank you, Dr. Ro Andrea Rogers. She called me last night. She was calling me about something else, and um, I said, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." Oh yeah, no. I we, said, "Wait a minute." We about to park it on that masterclass real quick. We park it right here. Yeah. I said, "I need you to know the the response, and I need you to know how good because today when we had our monthly um, first Saturday nutrition class for the Black Health Academy here in Detroit, a woman in the audience she said, "I listened to the fibroid masterclass mm -hmm. inside and." Oh my God, it was so much good information. I listened to the whole thing because it was over an hour. And she said, it was so much good information. I couldn't believe it. So when I tell you, Dr. Andrea Rogers, I just can't say thank you enough, you know, for being a vessel of this information um, and going through your own journey with fibroids, sharing it with women and breaking it down with us. And Jay, hold on though. The part where she said, literally stop and listen to your womb in silence. Mm -hmm. I was oh, yeah. like, what? Yeah. Yeah, that was because I, I had to ask her because people are always saying, "Listen to Listen, your body." Yeah, you was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah." How do I, we do that? What does that really mean? And how does that translate when you go take it to your doctor? Exactly. Yeah, she said, "No, literally, stop. Turn off the lights. Get in complete silence. Sit up straight in the chair and place your hand on your womb." And literally, I was like, Whoa. "And I liked when she said, when you take it to your doctor and they don't respect what you say." If they're worth their, what she say, worth their weight in their cer certification or yes. their licensing, yes. they will listen to you. Yes. I mean, oh, come yeah. on now. Yeah, we don't have to. We go, yeah. I, I wanted to play her clip real quick. I got, I got a little clip queued up. 
Let me see. I'm going to play a quick clip because y'all don't understand the magnitude of this information. Well, yeah. You got to value information because True. one of the things that, you know, you and I were talking about was how we said the, uh, the cell phone, the smartphones are, are either for your detriment or, or they're or your going advancement. To, yeah. But you got to decide you have to where you're going to land. There's Absolutely. no way Absolutely. that we're in a generation and a time where we, we don't have to go run to the library, write down what we need, write down the book number and go to the shelf to go find the information. Mm -hmm. And what if it's not in that book? Then go. We have it literally in our hand, not just from just Joe Blow. We have doctors, professional people with credentials on here Absolutely. telling you these certain information. So the Black Health Academy, all I can say is... <laughs> What you say for your advancement? But it's for your advancement of the people. All right. I'm telling you. Um, and so, also, you can upload the meet and greet for me. Jesus. To, Jesus. No? Jesus, the baby. Okay, y'all, listen. Somebody, at least one person. One person. That's all I need. Email the Black Health Academy and, and at least <laughs> pretend like you want to meet Jay. She's she's Hey, listen. She's You want to meet me? Email the Black Health Academy. <laughs> Admin at blackhealthacademy.com. Please get this baby some love. You said you said you hit him with the meet and greet for the vocal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to do a little, this little light of mine. I might have, a, like, a little playlist. Hey. You know, from the last couple times I sung something on the podcast. You've been killing You never know what I'm going to have for you. Just email. <laughs> if I get one, I promise you I'm setting it up. Oh, listen. If you get one email, email it to me so I can print it out and, like... <laughs> And be done with life. I've accomplished everything. I'm out of here. I came to achieve. I'm out of here. I can die tonight. Period. <laughs> you got to get the people what they want, baby. Oh, yeah. Ain't no shame. Somebody want to meet me real quick. Listen, let one person say, I'm down for the meet and greet with Jay. Just hit me with the vocals. Sugar sharp. Like, Jay, you wear furs, but we, no, we part of people. I don't care. I got the shine today. <laughs> First, Listen. Red bottom. Oh my! I'm gonna show out for that one person, as you should, because <laughs> you know that's what's wrong with most people. They don't take advantage of their moment when it comes. No, they think they need a big stadium. And no, you don't. I just need one person. Just one person to email admin at blackhealthacademy.com and please tell her I'm down for that meeting. <laughs> When and where do I need to be? And make it even sweeter and say you don't even live in Michigan. Like you're willing to travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you do, don't listen. Just you know. Put my girl up. Will y'all put my girl up? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's get into it. So the topic for today, this little light of mind, Jay. I gotta hit you with this cold wait what, which inspired the topic and, and inspired me wanting to extend the conversation we had about black women being used for consumption. Here it is. So I'm in my therapist's office okay. the other day. And, um, you know, we were talking about my tendency. So, you know, I was just on Fox 2 News the other day, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to tell her something else. And I'm like, yeah, so I just, you know, mm -hmm. had just left Fox 2, blah, blah, blah. She said, wait a minute, back up. Mm -hmm. She said, Fox 2, what were you on the news for? And I'm like, oh, my new recipe book. And I was promoting it and I, you know, made a couple recipes from the recipe book. She said, wait a minute. I said, what? I'm trying to tell you something else. She said, park it there. You're just not going to run past that. You're not that. about to bypass that, You're not right. about to bypass that. So she said, so I explained to her why I was on there, what happened. She's like smiling, really proud. She said, so how did you celebrate? I said, celebrate? I said, what you mean? I'm like, you know, well, me and Jay, you know, went out afterwards and, you know, had lunch or whatever. I was like, but it was no big deal, you know, whatever. 
She's like, how, but how did you acknowledge that moment? I said, I mean, I just kind of went on to the next thing. It was no big deal. So she gave me this whole lecture about um, acknowledging things, period, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the sentence, right? So I was like, well, I kind of do it in my own way. But I'm like, as I told you before, as I told you before, um, I don't, I, I have a, a um, deafening fear of ego. Mm-hmm. I have a deafening fear of ego. And I try and live right in the gray area between praise and criticism, right? So I never read into either one. And because I'm afraid of my ego just taking over and, and just caught wreaking havoc. So I always just try and stay real neutral with everything. And she began to criticize that. And she started talking about the vast importance of acknowledging when you do something that's a big deal, when you have a win, when you have an accomplishment. And she brought up the fact that I don't, she's like, I don't think you know how big of a deal it was for you to be on the news because when people think about health, they don't think about black women. She's like, so you were literally showing Mm -hmm. black women that we do this. We teach this. We, you know, so she really magnified it. Right. right? And so I said, hmm. And so then she went on to talk about, again, the importance of not dimming your light. Right. As a woman, as a black woman. And I started telling her about how even if I'm about to speak and somebody is reading my bio, I feel embarrassed and I want them to stop. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, okay, okay, that's enough. Right? And so she was like, wait, what? She said, wait, is everything in your bio the truth? Yeah, first of all. Because <laughs> she was so shocked at the ridiculousness of it all. She said, is everything in your bio the truth? I said, yes. She said, when you... When you dim your own light and when you don't acknowledge, you know, when when you shrink, when you're being praised and when you consistently do that, you live in a lie. Hmm? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Wait, what? I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) What? She said you're living a lie. What does that mean? Because you're acting like these. This ain't what it is. This ain't real. You're acting like you're not as great as you're being presented. Mm Mm-hmm. I said, exactly, dead silence. <laughs> I was like, I want to hear how, I, you know, I want to hear how you reacted because this is so interesting. Shut me. up. <laughs> it's, 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 shut up. Uh-uh. You know me too, person. It ain't interesting. But that, that's, that's essentially it. I was like, I, I, I reacted with shock from the accusation of being accused of living a lie. Like, cause that's, a, that's what I do. I stay, I, I intentionally, like most black women do try and stay quite small. Mm-hmm. What? I don't think, um, we can generalize it with, uh, women. Well, I ain't gonna say black women or white women or any time. I'm going to say women tend to not want to be too braggadocious, but yours is on another level. Yours is on a whole nother level. I don't think you can compare yourself to like the average woman because it's so intense to the point other people can't even brag on you. Like, for instance, your mom is always like my baby, my, and you like chill, dog. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what I told my third. I use my mom as an example. You know what I mean? And to the point, can I take it further? You be dimming other people like, (gasps) oh, listen, let me give you an example. 
people's pearl Ooh. clutching. No, it's not. Because you know me and how geeked up I be at everything. Yes. On a regular basis, you going on Fox 2 would have been balloons. I would have came with. It's to the point where you minimize things so much that it's starting to really work. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to end the podcast. We got to <laughs> to work through this i need what it's starting to work think about it how many oh my i mean just like you said when we was at the wine bar and you had did that podcast and i'm basically telling the whole wine bar like she just got on and you like i'm gonna need you to calm it down (laughs) (laughs) wow you you train people how to treat you you train people how to treat you because that was a big deal and but i remember you do stay in a gray area but however like one of one of the people who said on the podcast is, is and but you take it to another level was celebrating old victories. You need to be working on a new one. I think you took that and ran with it a little too hard. Oh, oh, you said somebody said on another podcast, don't celebrate old victories. And I yeah, like people extreme. still like five years ago, I got you know what I mean. But right. that's kind of celebrating old victories. I move on the next minute. I'm talking about the next second. Ah, uh, yeah, but go on. So I've been living a lie. A whole lie. <gasps> and I've seen you cringe up a lot of times when people read your bio. Like, okay. You have? Yeah. I thought I'd be making it neutral on my face and stuff. No? It's that uncomfortable laugh that, yeah. uh, you yeah. know. Yeah, like them nonverbal joints. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, tell, your, tell your therapist. I'm writing a note. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I said thank you. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. go on. I mean, yeah, and you know. Of course, I always know I shrink and I always minimize. That wasn't, I, that was, but the fact that she put it like you're literally living a lie, that was like mind blowing to what me. What does she want you to do? Does she want you to? I should have made a big deal out of Fox too. I should have made, I should make a big deal out of things that I do. Like I need to take a moment to celebrate and really sit in it and don't be ashamed of it and share it and talk about it and all that stuff. Like I guess how a regular, I don't know what regular folks do. But I'm just saying, I, I'm, I definitely shouldn't do what I'm doing. <laughs> We're going to work through this, y'all. Give us a moment. <laughs> right. We don't even know y'all listening. I'm like, Jay, help me out here. I'm pleading. That just really hurt. You know what I mean? Like, like she's like, because basically she's like, when you're living a lie, you're doing a disservice to the world. And you know, you one more example with your book, not getting from people closest to you, like, you know. It wasn't a big hurrah moment from people you taught people. That's all. What? Remember, I don't want to go into detail, but when... Oh, yeah. I told somebody and they like, oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, everybody's like, okay, you're not impressed? We're no longer impressed. Right. And that's going to backfire if I don't stop it right now because I got some big things coming. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so that's essentially the foundation of this podcast because that really hurt my feelings to think to think like that. I'm mm-hmm. thinking I'm just being, you know, nice and humble and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So is that you? Uh, you know, if you're listening, you know, are you potentially living a lie by always trying to minimize what you do for whatever reason, whether it's so that, you know, your husband or your coworker or your boss can be in the limelight and you just play the mm-hmm. back role. Like who, who are you dimming your own light for? Mm-hmm. Right. And so that, that really, really messed me up. And so it made me think when we started thinking about um, black women being used for consumption. So first of all, 
<laughs> you know how I am. The good the good news is uh, we're phenomenal with quick implementation, right? Mm-hmm. Jay, this morning at the um, first Saturday nutrition class, mm-hmm. I was introducing myself <laughs> and everything. And I'm like, you know your girl was on Fox 2 this past, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, y'all ain't going to clap for that? And everybody went crazy. <laughs> what? Okay. I did demand my praise just this morning. So if that's any any consolation. Yeah, okay. I demanded, and everybody was like, woo. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And it, it didn't feel as awkward as I thought it was going to feel. By number one, saying it again, just acknowledging that it happened. And then demanding like, oh, y'all not going to acknowledge? That's great. And also with the rapport you already have. So maybe you should just start with the people you already have that good rapport with, too. It's not like you're going to walk into a new uh, no, situation. No, never would have happened in a new situation. Yeah, so that's but, good. That's a starting point. Yeah, that's a starting point. Yeah, where I'm like, okay, guys, hey, don't you know? You know, and then even when I um, announced, you know, the, the recipe book to the members, uh, to the people at the meeting today, I'm like, my recipe book just came out and I, you know what I mean, and got mm-hmm. them. I'm like, you know what? We can celebrate this, mm-hmm. and it's okay. So um, that's the good news. You know how we are about hearing something sharp and instantly. Oh change. yeah, I need to be doing that tomorrow. Yeah, right. Tonight. Right. So with that being said, I wanted that to lead into the conversation about these this new celebrity news with B Smith and um, Wendy Williams. Okay. So you know about B Smith and her husband and the yeah. Okay. So if, if for anyone who doesn't know. B. Smith, the um, black female restaurateur, author, um, health and wellness expert. She has Alzheimer's. She Mm -hmm. has for several years now. She's married to a black man Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, built a whole empire. Uh, uh, Since she was called, which I don't think is sexy, but just for reference, she was called the black Martha Stewart. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't understand why Martha Stewart couldn't be called the, the white B. Smith, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, so B Smith really is well known, um, in her heyday and has made millions and really impacted the world with her work, her restaurants, all of these things. And, um, she has Alzheimer's has had for several years now. And just recently it has come out. Her husband has been her number one caretaker for many years. And he just recently decided to move in his white mistress Mm -hmm. because B has Alzheimer's doesn't you know and has it's quite advanced so she doesn't recognize people she doesn't so you know she's not fully aware she's not really present so she's smiling and chatting with this white woman but this white woman who by the way is like 20 some years odd younger than him is sleeping with her husband so he's moved in his white mistress and he's also condemning the churches that are condemning him i have so much to say about that i have so many different um feelings and I think my feelings are going to be very unpopular um because okay I'm with him go on I'm with him because for numerous reasons 